Did we find the SpongeBob Link 182 music video? No, but a fan did re-upload one of the show's demo reels found on Vimeo featuring a clip. It's only seconds long, yet this has the first visual of the SpongeBob video mod found. By the way, Welcome back to this topic. To recap, MTV Video Mods was a 2004 show that had current video game characters singing current music at the time. Several mods are still lost, but we're finding more. I have a contact who worked on the show and has all of them, but legally cannot release them. Otherwise, they'll piss off MTV and Viacom. That's understandable, but this video is an interview about VMod's history with a different contact, the producer and director, Tony Schiff, who is also trying to find the SpongeBob mod. He also wants to promote his free-to-play rhythm game, Rock Out, on Apple and Google Play's store. Links to that below. Tony's been a lot of help in this search, so please give the free game a try. While the Spongebob one could still be archived in his old computer, he recently uploaded some other mods to his YouTube channel and gave some great info, like how the show had a brief spiritual successor online. Yahoo! Video Mods. Same thing, but no video games, just CG versions of artists sponsored by Chevy. Yeah, every music video had to feature a Chevy. Artists like Korn, Disturbed, Lil Wayne, Sean Paul. But here's a snippet of a CG Billy Idol singing Plastic Jesus to Bam Margera in a Chevy. Many of those are still lost too, but I'm trying to gather as many to maybe have a download or an alt YouTube channel to keep them all together. Producer Tony Schiff would love to make more video mods, especially with today's faster technology. Just imagine any sort of serious modern game and whatever songs recently released. Please, in the comments, suggest the most out of place modern game and modern song combination. The more out of place, the better. And please keep asking MTV and maybe also G4 to bring back video mods. But anyway, here's the full interview along with the very first video mod that pitched the show, System of a Down meets Blood Rain, sent to me as a Windows movie video file. So it just started with some Blood Rain MTV video mod that you made? Yeah, I mean, it didn't have a name at the time. I used to do regular music videos, mm -hmm. um, and so I had done a lot of visual effects for videos. So I did like early motion capture for like Def Leppard and Whoa. Um, did effects for like Peter Gabriel and stuff like that. So when motion capture came out, I was really interested in it. But you couldn't afford, basically on an MTV budget, you couldn't afford to um, make all the sets or make all the characters. So I had this idea of, oh, why don't we just take them out of games and then it'll be cross promotion. And, uh, and that's why I went to Alex Coletti and actually went to another friend of mine at Fuse, which was the other uh, music video network at the time uh, in New York. But Alex offered me a better deal at MTV. Mm -hmm. So did you go to like the uh, Craters of Blood Rain or did you just rip the assets somehow? Yeah. Um, the mocap studio in LA at the time was House of Moves and a friend of mine um, was like the manager there. And a lot of games companies would do mocap. So he knew them. So it just turned out that like the first person he asked was someone at Majesco, I think it was called, the publisher. Oh, yeah, yeah, Majesco. And, uh, and they said, sure, you know, see how it turns out. And, uh, and so that was like the test case. But then when we did a series of it, um, MTV wanted all the music to be current music. So even at the time, Chop Suey by System of a Down was a few years old. Mm -hmm. and they wanted all stuff that was current. 
So in 2003 or 2004, that was like the Black Eyed Peas and, and Evanescence and stuff. True, yeah, yeah. I mean, was there like uh, companies that were like, no, we don't want you to do this to our characters or what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, most of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, they they took a big leap of faith because in those days, they'd send over DVDs with the assets. Mm-hmm. So the Max files or the Maya files. And the problem at the time was uh, GPUs were so slow compared to what oh, we man. have now that, um, you know, loading them up took a heavy-duty GPU and we needed multiple machines because you had no RAM and, you know, it was really, and then we'd have to strip down assets to like even render them and stuff. Dang. So NVIDIA uh, actually gave us like 20 computers, 20 desktops mm-hmm. uh, with their the highest end GPU, which is how we did the first season. And then IBC did the second season and they had a render farm uh, mm-hmm. at... Uh, at the college at the university in Buffalo. So they did it slightly differently. Mm-hmm. Was there a pair up that you really wanted to happen, but just couldn't, couldn't get it to do work? Well, the biggest thing was, it was always a window of what games getting released and what band is releasing something. Yeah. Cause they had to go together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, I might've wanted to do the Rolling Stones, but if the Rolling Stones weren't putting something out, it didn't matter. And you oh, know, man. whoever, was it in 2005 same with the games um mm-hmm. and at the time it was still pretty new to put music and games together like there were soundtracks in games that like ea in maybe gta was starting mm-hmm. with that around that time but um the rights were a cost of fuck basically yeah yeah um and so mtv only cleared them for the broadcast on television that's why you can't find it anymore. Yeah, because I, I, I scoured like Vimeo and YouTube for that stuff. No, the rights have always been the, the pain in the butt. Like at the time, I was like, why can't we put these out on DVD? And MTV said, you know, well, we didn't clear the rights for DVD. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, we could sell them. And they're like, we don't sell DVDs. We're MTV. We're a network. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> Dang. so that's old. They wouldn't do that yeah. now. Dang lost forever although um one of my other uh ben did message me saying like he has all the mods but he can't release them obviously yeah Yeah. (laughs) because they came on the second season as a service company Mm -hmm. they're more constrained about it because basically i created it and yeah i sold it to mtv but i'd do anything i don't really care oh man I give you stuff. I don't give a shit. Dang. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Yeah. Um, and the problem is, like, nobody who was at MTV at the time is there anymore. In fact, I don't think MTV2 even exists anymore. I don't think. Uh, I, maybe? I'm not sure. <laughs> so there's no one to, like, go, yeah, sure, whatever. You know? Whereas in the time, at the time, yeah. you just, like, call the right person and they go, yeah, whatever. We don't. Dang. Would you say this was an expensive show or a fairly low budget no. show to produce? No, the whole reason it got made was it was cheap mm-hmm. for what it was. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it was machinima style, but it was the early days of machinima. Yeah. Production value wise, I still think it was pretty good for the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd like to be doing it now with Unreal 5. Oh, that yeah. would be 
you know, that's my dream thing. Is there like um, a like a modern game that you would love to do with any song you want? You can get any song. It's all about the money, honey. I, I know, but like it's... your personal like dream one you would want. Well, I'm an old guy, so I'm all about classic rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I guess I used to because I used to make music videos like with a lot of bands. Like I don't see, you know, there's like 50 I'd like to make, you know. And you also tend not to get carried away with one thing because, like, when you're doing music for television or games or whatever you got to have a list of 10 because you'll only ever get one or two uh and you just don't get attached too much to something um but you know there's certainly songs i like and bands that i like and you know even sometimes i like them because i work with them and i thought they were nice you know uh i've got a big thing just personally like i think all bands should and should have been scanned and motion captured for posterity what would you before mtv video mods what did you do exactly because you mentioned like music videos and stuff like what did you do i was a producer uh of music videos and then i co-founded a music video company in la and so i've been involved in hundreds of music videos Mm -hmm. every you know i've done Two for Michael Jackson, six for Janet Jackson, oh, man. Uh, Peter Gabriel, Tom Petty, mm-hmm. um, Paul Abdul, you know, <laughs> like I did the original Scat Cat video. What? Uh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so... Uh, yeah, like we at one point, my company was one of the biggest, if not the biggest producer of music videos in America. Um, but that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, and even at the time, you know, that was at the beginning of the games industry. And everybody in animation, you know, was looking at the games industry. Going, well, one day that's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. And now it's much cooler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dang. Um... <laughs> So where did the the whole SpongeBob thing come from? Like, did did Viacom say, "Hey, we want to promote SpongeBob"? I'm sure Alex Galetti would know that better, but I'm sure there was some internal thing because Viacom owns both. It owns SpongeBob and it owns MTV. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they were like, "We got a game coming out, so you should stick this in your show." Um, oh, that's the other reason video mods got made. I remember it now. Was mm. in those days games were becoming more popular with the core demographic of MTV and they were challenging music as favorite activity, Hmm. whereas now they're probably way past it. So there was an agenda at MTV at the time to get more game stuff to keep the audience. Yeah, I noticed Um, around that time there was a lot of gamer shows and like there was this one that was like Pimp My Ride for Gamers where it was just, (laughs) yeah, the ultimate gamer. Yeah. Well, the pilot for Video Mods was sponsored by EA. Mm. And, in fact, the guy who was the head of music marketing EA at the time is now the CMO for Twitch, Doug Scott. Wow. And uh, so what happened was the games company spent lots of money on advertising on MTV. Mm-hmm. 
So that was another big thing. It's like, hey, these guys are spending a lot of money, money with us, so we should do something for them. Yeah. Was the show getting good viewership? <laughs> Alex Galetti's line was, it was the number one rating show because it was the only rating show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was Ow. the only original one. <laughs> because, yeah, it's the number one. Uh, no, I, I would say, you know, MTV was kind of a niche channel, mm-hmm. and it was a niche a niche on a niche you know it was like yeah. not big um and they didn't really have much money and in the final analysis that's kind of what killed it Dang. i think nowadays ironically um you know with kind of social networks and viral stuff and memes and stuff it would actually do better mm-hmm. um and you wouldn't have to be on tv you know you you'd be online you know you'd definitely be like a YouTube channel, a Twitch channel, and stuff like that. And there's a lot more um, direct ways to reach people these days. True. Like, I, I don't know, I, like, the, the whole the Star Wars characters playing music, like, that would really, like, take off now. Yeah, Man. yeah. And, in fact, after... The thing I did after Video Mods is I did something for Yahoo mm-hmm. where I did the opposite where I made musicians into games characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that with like Korn and Disturbed and Little Wayne and Sean Paul. Um, I did a bunch of those kind of things. Wait, uh, so what do you mean by that? Like you, you made games out of them or what did you do? I made mu- video mods out of them without calling them video mods. Oh, Because okay. the concept of video mods was the game characters play musicians. Mm-hmm. And the concept of, I think it was called Artist Mods for Yahoo, was uh, musicians become game characters. Now i got to look that up, yeah. Artist Mods. I'll send, yeah. you, I'll send you some links after this. Um, you know, some of them, and it was sponsored by Chevy, so <laughs> there had to be a Chevy in every shot. <laughs> okay, because I'm, uh, the only one I find on YouTube right now is Tommy Lee Good Times, Yahoo Video Mods. Yeah, that one's and he's not good. Driving a Chevy. Um, uh that that was the first one then is um i'll send you the links to the corn and the disturbed ones because they're a bit better corn the corn one it's actually had they keep putting on youtube and taking it down off youtube but over its life it's probably had like 10 million views oh man um and uh and all this stuff like again with unreal all this stuff would look awesome now yeah and nowadays, yeah. nowadays you could put the musicians with the, the the game characters, and they'd be the same. They'd be in the same frame. Mm-hmm. It, like it'd be amazing now, and it'd probably still be cheaper than what it cost yeah. years ago. Just to process like a mocap footage now is much easier, I guess. Everything about mocap's easier. The pipeline's easier. The facial motion captures easier. Um, like I still do it off and on over the years and it's just so much easier than it used to be. And like I said, Unreal, even Unreal 4 current version, but certainly Unreal 5 mm-hmm. will just blow stuff away. I mean, they're using that for the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. So, you know, could you imagine like putting characters into like modern games, you know, with that kind of resolution? True, yeah, and with that just, big old it, circular screen that they have to film Mandalorian, the, that'd be nice. The L- the LED screen, yeah, it'd be yeah. fantastic. That's Damn. like that's like my dream at this point. To do that. <laughs> what you've been working on recently? Uh, I worked on a project for VR. Um, 
which was also like you know game characters or not game resolution characters like play in a band in vr but um didn't really take off and needed a bunch more money to get it right mm. so now i'm doing um mobile games mm -hmm. uh but i would like to go back or mobile music games basically mm -hmm. um but i would like to go back to the um the machinima stuff like i had a the reason actually video mods originally started was i had this concept for a comedy show before ralph rex the internet and it was set up at comedy central hmm. um and it was going to be the sort of uh the life of video game characters when they're not in a video game <laughs> yeah and it was going to be like you know sort of south park kind of humor and the executive producer the head of comedy central was the executive producer of south park mm -hmm. and then she left and that series got canned and that's when i took it to mtv and changed them from from a comedy into a music video show mm -hmm. yeah because i was wondering like was it just music that you wanted to do because like you know if there was comedy skits or fighting or whatever no yeah. i wanted i i still want to do the comedy stuff i think there's still like again with unreal like it could be amazing now it's all about the humor though um but the music i just knew how to do and i knew people on mtv at the time so it was like okay let me kind of repackage this pitch yeah. and make it uh music videos instead of comedy yeah did your idea for a comedy show uh come out before or after like that uh upn show game over before before mm. oh, and that's why i'm like every time that well that came out and ralph rex the internet came out and it was actually based on do you remember like the um warner brothers i think it was warner brothers cartoon of like the um there was like the shepherd the sheepdog and the wolf or something and they're you know oh oh yeah yeah in, and they clock in and clock out yes hey, that's ralph, my favorite looney tune short yes <laughs> So the pitch was like that. It's like they're like enemies during the day in the True. game, but then they clock out and they're all sort of, you know, in the same flop house. You <laughs> yeah, <know>? yeah. <laughs> they got, yeah. They got lives. Dang. That would be pretty good now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's all uh, pandemic approved. Like Ooh, you do yeah. it all virtually. I mean, I assume shooting mocaps a lot safer during a pandemic maybe or just well traditional animation is at least all of it's a lot easier because you can do one at a time if you have two they can be six feet apart you just move them later on they can be yeah. anywhere it's True. like you know you just it's just a whole lot easier mm -hmm. um and the whole animation traditionally the issue is the render pipeline Mm -hmm. And Unreal has just made that like, you know, do it on a laptop, almost <laughs> pretty much literally. And I think, you know, I think for things like VR, um, I was working on AR stuff, but unfortunately Magic Leap and the whole ends have not really taken off. Uh, like that stuff would have been cool. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like characters, having characters in the real world and you get to, you know, musicians and you get to literally play with them. So mm -hmm. you can literally put your band in VR or AR, configure were, it however you want and play were you with them. A, like, were you a fan of, like, whatever was any sort of machinimas that were on YouTube? Well, be, be before YouTube, like, early internet? Uh, I probably knew about it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what 
predates what I was doing that used motion capture. Oh, like that no, was a big so. that was a big defining difference because because I knew the guy that ran the motion capture house I knew that their business model was massively overcharging hmm. and so I went in and cut a deal where I said like if you if you're making a film and you pay an actor like ten million dollars because that's what he's worth in a film you, you still can make a TV show and pay him like fifty bucks because that's what they're worth for the TV show. <laughs> so it's like if you're doing motion capture, yeah, the games company is going to pay you this much, but I don't need it to be that good because we could cut away from the bad, see the bad motion capture. Mm-hmm. So when there are errors in the motion capture in a two D linear render, you just cut out of it yeah. that shot. So I was like, give me your crappy motion capture. <laughs> Just give it to me cheap. Yes. <laughs> you, you got the Beastie Boys on. Was there any other pair-ups you were trying to get? Like, I know 50 Cent. Was it one? Uh, I don't know. Because um, I was hands-on on the first season. I directed all the first season. But the second season, it got handed off. And I was only really around for the first couple episodes. I know the Beastie Boys, the big issue was them doing it themselves. They wanted... Because they kind of were that way with their regular videos too. They were very hands-on. Um, they didn't just hand, and, and they were interested. I mean, that was the upside. They were kind of interested in the mm-hmm. medium. Um, you know, I remember doing motion capture with Lil Wayne, and he freaked out about motion capture. <laughs> it was kind of a heavy day. Freak out in um, what way? Like, I don't know. It makes it sound like he was terrified, but I'm sure it's not. Well, you have to wear these body suits, oh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he thought, like, he looked like an idiot in the body suit. He just, you know, basically it was like wearing spandex. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, I don't want to wear this shit. <laughs> and he had he had a couple of guys in uh, his crew, and he they came out and did it first. Mm-hmm. And then he would stand next to the monitor and look at the, the skeleton moving as they did. And then he understood what was going on and then he got then he got into it but yeah. at first when we told him to put the suit on he was like fuck you <laughs> like he never saw polar express he has no idea what mocap was well you know it's yeah probably that is the short answer yeah some of the others i mean some of them were pretty funny um corn were really into it they were like oh we're gonna be in a game this is cool this is what game guys do mm-hmm. um you know, most of them were kind of in between. Uh, These were for the Yahoo think, uh, artist mods. Yeah, mm-hmm. Billy Idol, who I did some other stuff with, um, he was great in motion capture. Like mm-hmm. his, and I've still got those files. His <laughs> face just is so animated when he sings. Hmm. Like a lot of times, you have this thing with like people that sort of kind of dead in their faces. They yeah, just yeah. don't do much. So you got to kind of beef it up. Billy yeah. was just crazy animated, oh, his yeah. his looks. Okay, so you had facial recognition also on there, yeah. <laughs> well, we used facial markers, yeah. In those days, they didn't work that well. Mm-hmm. Um, Unreal has a new, um, a new tool they just announced last month. And I, I'd actually developed one for my VR thing a couple of years ago, and Unreal, of course, did a better version. Mm-hmm. But the stuff you can do off an iPhone now is amazing. Mm-hmm. Was there, like, issues with, like, all the rigs that you got from the games? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, like you pointed, them, like... I really liked your video, and you pointed out the um, 
the NVIDIA, the dawn yeah. and dusk. Um, well, that was the deal for giving us 20 computers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah, you know, they didn't give it. They took them back at the end. Oh, man. But, um, <laughs> but um, uh, the rig on her, and there's actually two versions. It was her in one outfit, and it was dawn, and her in a black spandex outfit, and it was dusk. Um, the rig on that was ridiculous like mm. difficult um and again this is another thing where unreal's made everything better because traditionally your film rigs or your high-end rigs were just so complex that you couldn't use them for a game and even a high-end game rig was complex you want simple spongebob and patrick <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah like <laughs> tough to do it for like cartoonish characters to do mocap with them yeah yeah, we did motion capture with SpongeBob and, and Patrick. Hmm. Um, you just have to deal with issues that their bodies are not quite the same. So you yeah. have to go in and that's where you do cleanup later. Like, you know, on, on SpongeBob, you know, your tiny little arms or on Patrick, you know, yeah. you've, their arms have to be further away than their body. <laughs> yeah. But that's what motion capture cleanup has been. And it was still, you know, if you want to get the little guy to dance or something or, <laughs> you know, strum up and down, it's still better than doing it by hand. Yeah, because I was wondering if, like, the Death Junior one was uh, was mo-capped or traditional. No, everything everything was mo-capped, but in those days there was a lot of cleanup. Mm -hmm. And I think nowadays, because there's cleanup because of what they call noise or jitter. Yeah. And nowadays the noise or jitter would be way 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 less and the rigs for cleaning them up would be a lot more straightforward and standardized yeah. <laughs> and that's the, that's the whole thing with the 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 uh, unreal 5 pipeline is they're looking at stuff where basically your film resolution for cinema and mm -hmm. your game tools i mean they're just the same so that's going to be very big i think in terms yeah. of restructuring how you do stuff mm-hmm so what's the deal with the uh, with pair, like you directed the uh, the voting PSA uh, stand in shoes? Um, what, who put SpongeBob and Leisure Suit Larry together? Okay, that was one of those MTV things where like they call you up and say we want you to do this, and you go, okay, well you pay my wage, so whatever. Yeah. Um, and you know it was like okay, it was rock the vote, so it was mm -hmm. like okay, well you know that's cool. Um, and I don't know if I should say it, but what the fuck? It's been 50, over 15 years. I didn't like the song. <laughs> oh, it's all right. It's... And I was, I was like, you know, why they had, they wanted an original song, and I was yeah. like, why? And anyway, I had to do it, so I did it. And they just went around, and said, "Rock the vote, mm -hmm. unity, you know, we're all in it together, donate your character, kind of thing." And yeah. so, of course, the ones we had already were easy, and then they even got more. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a weird project. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, again, who, who put who paired up like SpongeBob right next to like Leisure Suit Larry? Well, it was just random. We, no, I I did it basically. Oh, no. It was like I didn't want to put like 
one section with like one game and one section with another game because yeah. the whole theme was supposed to be unity mm-hmm. in they're all in this common world and they're all voting <laughs> so it was probably like in the beginning there was probably a method to it mm-hmm. and then later in the product it was probably like how many do we use and how many do we have left a lot and how many how much time do we have to fill mm-hmm. uh so uh yeah it probably got weird by the end but yeah. it, no, it was weird in the beginning it was like what the fuck it's like just <laughs> mix it up yeah it seems guess, like you're getting a lot of mileage out of the ssx characters ssx <laughs> were the easiest best rigged characters <laughs> Um, there were various games that like we would go to for um, when we needed, you know, if we were doing like collections or montages or whatever, because mm-hmm. um, the SSX characters had terrific textures, uh, had easy rigs to handle. Um, there was another one, Outlaw Golf. Also oh, yeah, that's lost. Had some cool characters with easy rigs and good textures. Oh, yeah. And some of them were like, you know loading loading all the texture maps was too hard or the rigs mm-hmm. were too hard so we'd avoid them mm-hmm. um yeah you, you they paired up uh outlaw golf and this one rpg called jade empire together for some reason yeah that was well in television there's there's a concept of um what they call an elevator episode you ever yeah. heard of that uh no what's that well in series television when you run out of um money mm-hmm you put a couple of characters in in an elevator <laughs> and then they talk about things that went on before yeah so it's kind of like spam in a can um so that video was our elevator episode it was like we got to do one more and we don't have any time or money so <laughs> here's Get these two song. unrelated games together yeah um, that's kind of why television's cool, though, because you do weird shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the internet's even more so. It's like, yeah. you just throw spaghetti against a wall, see what sticks. What was the most difficult episode to do? The Bring Me to Life one was oh. done when the machines were all crashing in the middle of the night, and I had to <laughs> deliver the episode to MTV. Damn. So the whole concept, like, became the whole, like, wireframe was because we couldn't render. Mm. That's a good shortcut. <laughs> so, but I ended up liking it, and then the, the um, you know, the renders when they come to life, I actually kind of like it seemed to all work. It came together in the middle of the night. Um, but uh, the ones that I think of, the Sims were horrible. Uh, no, I don't want to say that. The Sims were difficult to work with because they're extremely low resolution. Oh man. Like SpongeBob's low resolution, but it's low resolution, you know. Yeah. The Sims just look low resolution. Yeah. Uh, there was no detail. <laughs> nah, it was, like those games were meant to be played zoomed out, so yeah. I, and you want to talk about no rigs? It's like uh, getting them to move. That was kind of hard. Which one? Getting them to move. Oh, like okay. the Sims. The Sims they had no rigs. Yeah. Damn. You know. And there were a lot of them. Ooh. Um, yeah. But again, you know, nowadays everything looks good. I mean, unless you're doing pixel art, everything looks yeah. <laughs> everything looks pretty slick these days. I don't know how you do a video mod in pixel art, but yeah. Oh, you could you could pixel art with motion capture. It's just your it'd be like a filter or something. 
Hmm. Yeah, there are people rigging up 2D animation, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you can totally. Um, yeah, you, you can totally uh, motion capture 2D and then export sprites and stuff like that. Yeah. Is there any other notable things you'd like to say about video mods or th this topic? Um, I think it's pretty funny, funny that, like, in the last year, I've had, like, four or five people reach out to talk about it. Really? Huh. Um, yeah. And, uh, and it sort of coincides with, I think, like, you know, the whole Unreal thing of, like, it'd be a good time to bring it back. Mm -hmm. But um, there's no MTV anymore. So, uh, you know, and music online is, a, is a, an issue. Like mm -hmm. the, because you don't want to get copyright strikes and you don't want to get um, banned. True. Um, it had to be and, official. You know, sorry. It had to be official then. Yeah. Well, yeah, you've you've. Yeah, it it'd be cool though. I'd like to do, like, and I'd like to do it live as a Twitch show. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think you're seeing companies yeah. like the Wave do stuff like that. Um, and, you know, I think they're the modern version, mm -hmm. um, but I think they're going to go into more gaming. I'm not sure, yeah. but, uh, yeah, what? no, it'd be cool to do it with like the led screens the Mandalorian has and do it as mm -hmm. a live show, you know, performance events, stuff like that. But, uh, is that all in? Is there anything, you... I don't know if you have anything else to say. No, I, I appreciate what you did. I thought it was a good, um, it was a really funny, good segment, and I love yeah. the sponsor. <laughs> um, it's just, it's uh, like, I wish I watched this show growing up, because I would have been way into it even more. <laughs> well, we always said it was a good show if you were slightly straight sober. <laughs> <laughs> True. You thought it was corny, but some somewhat cool at the same time when you were working on it? I don't know. Like, I was mostly just trying to cram stuff out. I thought it was actually, like... I kind of thought music and games belonged together. Mm -hmm. I wish it had gone on longer. I wish, um, uh, like, it had survived. But in some ways, uh, it was, you know, a lot of people said sort of it was ahead of its time. It was too difficult, too expensive on the right channel kind of stuff yeah um but music videos are always a place to experiment so when i was doing like regular music videos with you know effects and stuff um you know it was a place you went to experiment and try stuff because if you got a good music track anything looks good mm -hmm. um, true you know you, you can do shitty videos and yeah. if the music is a hit you're always okay. <laughs> I'd imagine, like, I guess more indie artists or indie games would be willing to, like, do that again. Yeah, it's always the thing is you, you want to do it in in uh, continuity, in, like, have a certain run of it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and it's always, like, who pays for it? Yeah. So, um, and everybody stays away from music licensing. That's been the problem. Yeah, I guess that's just going to date it itself. You can re-release it as well. I notice a lot of games are refu are uh, avoiding licensed games now, licensed songs. Yeah, well, there's a reason, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, look, the games business is like, I think, literally 10, if not 20 times bigger than the music industry mm -hmm. nowadays, which was not the case 15 years ago. 
So the music industry is much more interested in being in games than the other way around. So that's why you got like Travis Scott and Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Travis Scott and Fortnite looks like a video mod in terms of the quality of his character. But no one gives a shit because you're in Fortnite. <laughs> oh, man. You know, the gameplay was good. Like they did Fortnite new maps and stuff. Like mm-hmm. they, I thought the integration was terrific. But I think Sony Music is doing some Unreal development. Um, I think there's interest in trying to make it work. Uh, I don't know if it'll be if they want to. I think they want to do stuff that's more gamified, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of the enter the area I'm trying to work with now in terms of uh, mob, you know, gaming for musicians, where it's like branded, you know. So because if you have a game and you pay for the music, you don't want to. Most games don't want to give up. <clears throat> um, all the royalty that they'll pay to the musicians whereas the musicians you know they can have 5 10 25 50 100 million fans followers mm-hmm. so they should be making their own games that's yeah. my opinion and and just putting all the music into their own games so that's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm working on now oh true yeah you want to talk about the your current apps that you're doing your games if you want uh, yeah, well, the, the first one's the just a, it's sort of a prototype, uh, or a, a format. It's called rock out. Uh, it's for rock. And then I'm going to do a metal version called metal heads mm-hmm. and it's just rhythm gaming. So the idea is, uh, I'm developing rock outers and metal heads as like with indie music, but mm-hmm. all the features will be there. So they got scoring, they got PVB challenge, they got achievements and badges and, um, you know, leaderboards and all that, all, uh, you know, they'll have integrated discord and all that kind of stuff. It's about building community around the music. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be, um, sort of, uh, basically trying to sell that into bands that have catalog. So if you're a metal or a rock band, you have a hard time connecting with a gaming audience traditionally. Um, so here's some, you know, rhythm gaming and we're doing different varieties of gameplay. Um, and you know, the idea is you kind of sell your catalog through a game, Mm -hmm. um, which nobody's really done so far and, and I'm selling it Well, my goal is to sort of partner with the musicians and the labels, Mm -hmm. um, so the, you know, they'll have their own branded games. Um, yeah that'd be good um i can i can promote at the beginning of this video or this podcast i'll upload right here i guess yeah yeah that would be terrific thank you Mm -hmm. yeah so how long have you i gotta ask you how long have you been doing this oh doing youtube videos for like since 2010 (laughs) yeah it didn't wow yeah because i mostly cover like video uh animation stuff but sometimes i dwell into video games and weird 2000 shows like this it's and you got a real strong following yeah i mean there's people a lot bigger than me but yeah i I do pretty well yeah so is this a full-time gig yeah this is what i do for my job wow it's great no i really like i thought it was really slickly done like Mm -hmm. you know in the old days this would be a tv show oh yeah (laughs) thanks because like a lot of people like compliment my editing style because i don't want it to just feel like a youtube video i want it to feel like it has production have those bumpers in between yeah yeah and and um 
Your commentary is great. Mm-hmm. Like it totally, you know, didn't drag. I wasn't like bored. You know, it was like, oh yeah, and the you know, you get to say what you want to say. I mean, yeah. that's so cool. Thanks. Yeah, there's a lot of freedom and like pros and cons of being a YouTuber. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I am very proud of the editing that I do. Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> um, I've never actually met someone that's like done this as a full time gig, you know, mm-hmm. that I like. I've, oh, you know, they're like <clears throat> they're like influences that I've that I've oh, sort no. of seen or talked to that like I, I'm not really into what they do. Yeah. I, was, I really like the. I was watching some of the other ones and I was God, what was the one I was watching the other week and it was cracking me up. <laughs> um, I wish I could remember off the Dang. top of my head. Yeah, I don't really care for like normal inf- YouTuber influencers. I care more about like the hobby side of YouTube, like talking about video games or animation. Yeah. Ooh, but yeah, I guess that's all. Okay. But thanks for uh, thanks for answering my questions. Oh well, thanks for connecting. It was good to talk. See ya. Bye. Bye.